0: Everybody, welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the other verse to take a look at Pact, Wildbo's least protagonistic work, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny and Malia can get- convince me to read Worm. I'm Malia and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode we are covering signature chapters eight point six and eight point seven. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know how much damage Charles does to Ontario and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read Pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers to the chapters we are covering. All right. First thing, um, Malia's graduated. (laughs) Yay! I'm sort of a lawyer. She's sort of a lawyer. Um, So she just has to pass the bar. Um there's probably some jokes you can make about the bar being, you know, high or some shit, but um I'm really lazy, so yeah. that's the laugh that's of funny. someone who's never heard that's that really before. Funny. No, I've literally never heard you that. really never heard that before. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> I'm kinda sad that no no one's made that joke before. Yeah, <laughs> like, we like bar take is- ourselves really seriously. <laughs> <laughs> You're raising the bar. I don't know. Just so many dumb things. Um that's great. Um, it was a great graduation ceremony. Um, Vitalis and I and our kids sat like it was in like a big gym and uh we were keeping our kids as happy as possible. Um we tried really hard to yell and embarrass Malia and she of course did not hear a thing. Um we did get some looks <laughs> from the people around us. Which yeah. I thought was kind of rich because they were yelling at their people too. So I was right. Like, you uh, you Vitalis is like Malia, <laughs> <You know. laughs> and he, he actually was like Malia, <laughs> and then you know, so he was trying to make it really embarrassing, and then you you didn't hear anything. So <laughs> that makes me really. That's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Yeah, well, my well, my fiance his. Last name is, uh, starts with G and R starts with H, right? Or mine starts with H. And so he was, like, kind of just ahead of me. I was lined up behind him um, on the stage already. And so when he graduated, I, like, whooped and a bunch of the professors turned around like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, hey, professor like, up on the stage. It was great. <laughs> okay. You know, nothing wrong with being excited. I'd be excited, too. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's go to the chapter summary um checkers goes to johannes's domain um she meets some vestiges vestiges i don't know why i feel like i'm having a hard time with knowing how that's pronounced even though i feel like i've said that a lot (laughs) we're just gonna say vestiges i guess um sounds weird and plural who she trades with vestiges Vestiges. that's probably more right i don't know why it reminds me it just makes me think of vegetables <laughs> who we've you know we've already talked about them in the podcast so i won't say that again um she meets some vestiges um who she trades with for information johanna shows up and offers sanctuary and her name back in exchange for her loyalty he gives her a phone and she ends up calling her mom um she performs a claimant ritual for a new name rose shows up with her group to state no contest and then the newly named mags remembers blake and asks where the heck he is and no one has a clue what she's talking about (laughs) (laughs) what do you think of these chapters malia um they were they were great um johannes is scary and i hate him um very proud of mags for doing the right thing um and i really like rereading these chapters was critical because i was totally convinced that she was gonna like absorb molly or whatever and then i thought the demon was coming out of the ground and i was just like get like reading so fast to find out what was going to happen that i really needed to read again to be like oh (laughs) that's what's happening (laughs) so i liked them but i just was like waiting to be proven right and i was not so (laughs) that was fun that would have been exciting um Alright, we'll start with Checkers travels to Johannes's Domain with Butsack and meet some vestiges. She trades for information. Yeah, this Domain's really freaky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole like, why is it always sunrise slash sunset? Everyone's like sitting around really tense because they're trying to act as normal as they can so they don't like literally fall apart because they're vestiges. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like all twisted up like it reminds me of like how conquest twisted up toronto during the contest um mm-hmm. and i just yeah the first time i read it i was kind of like yeah okay reading 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 and this time i was like wow i hate this so much and it's so gross and um it's well said <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think that checkers being so unraveling um is kind of interesting and cool in this section because she's like very in touch with the spirit world but also like I don't know if she like sees any innocence and I I mean we're told like seventh and eighth graders go to school in Johannes's domain like we know that innocents go there um mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if she ever if she sees any of them or what because she's like in the like twilighty Spirit world, whatever mm-hmm. version, and not just like it's normal and I'm in school. Um it's really scary that middle schoolers go to school in the Pied Piper domain. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. And I hate it and it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. Uh, yeah. It ugh. um I have to sneeze. Shoot! Okay. <laughs> Ugh, I almost—I feel like I felt that. Jeez, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't sure like why she took butt sack in there and what was going on. But I guess she was like, you know, I can try to get him to work for me or I can leave him here or something. Um, His reaction really helps me start to understand how scary this place is. Yeah. Um, because like, I guess, I mean... Others, I feel like there's a rule to not start fights with each other unless the other person starts it. But Butzak doesn't seem to think that that's significant in any way. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I think he's just very afraid of all the, like, scary shit that can eat him that's in here. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, it really helps, like, ramp up the tension and make you feel like like checkers should fucking leave. Um, But yeah what was to do, 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 do oh yeah, um the sorcerer thing uh Johannes is a sorcerer. um mm-hmm. I looked through my notes that I took a long time ago about like domains and all that crap where uh Wildbo talked about some of the different schools of practice um mm-hmm. and sorcerer wasn't mentioned in any of them mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, yeah, Verona calls herself a nascent sorceress, yeah, and I don't really know what that means. <laughs> um solomon was described as a sorcerer in something in pale i was doing the trick wild taught me last time i tried to look for boogeymen um where i was googling things literally just in the site which is also dangerous because then i was seeing comments and trying like not to read them (laughs) yeah um but yeah so i i mean i guess it's like a glorified dabbler like, it's, like, I'm seriously a dabbler. Like, I I do. I dabble hardcore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I do a little bit of everything, kind of, but also I do it well mm-hmm. or something. Um, and it's just funny that I feel like dabbler is seen as such a, like, oh, you're a dabbler. And sorcerer is, like, so, like, fucking terrifying. And I mm-hmm. guess it sort of makes sense that, like, a person who's just, like, not that serious and doesn't really commit to something, like, whatever, whereas a person who's, like, really good at anything you throw at them is, like, horrifying. That's scary, yeah. So, I guess that's what's up with Johannes. Um, do-do-do-do-do. Uh, do you think, because I, I was reading your notes and stuff, and you've put, like, in terms of his domain, like, can't really decide what it reminds you of exactly. Um, I was kind of curious if, like, you thought it felt felt pathy. Oh, um... <laughs> Yeah, I guess it does a little bit uh, with, like, there being scary. I mean, especially for Checkers. She's a practitioner, so she has some protections. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is an area that is drawing you to a certain place. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of scary others around. And time passes really strangely um, in ways you can't quite measure. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm just curious. I'm not alluding it to anything. I'm just, like, because I feel like I was getting vibes like that. Yeah. R- re- rereading it, but... Okay. Um, but yeah. So, she shoots his butt. <laughs> uh, like, uh, part of his butt <laughs> off, it seems like. Um, and then she, I just thought it was really, like, funny how uh, like, he kept cursing at her after that, and she just sighs and starts, like, reloading her gun and then he just like slows down and it's just like <laughs> shuts she's like just shuts the <laughs> hell up he's like oh fuck yeah that was pretty i mean i hate it when Buttsack talks to other people like i feel like with with checkers there's kind of a level of she can handle it mm-hmm. whereas when he's like talking to the messages and stuff he's like scary and bad and awful mm-hmm. but checkers is kind of like oh like stop um, and yeah. so their dynamic is sort of fun, um, even if I hate him in a way that it's not with other people or with yeah other people. Um, mm-hmm. I also I mean, I guess it's good for goblins to know things and especially a goblin like Butsack, who's like the lowest tier of the upper echelons or the highest tier of the little goblins or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But he, you know, like later he like seems to know about Faisal or whatever, yeah. and how he works. He knows that, like, there's lots of places like this. And I mean, I guess you kind of would hear about them if you're an other. Um, mm-hmm. But it was interesting, like, he seemed, yeah, he's in a place where our characters can actually, like, deal with him. But he's also, like, very knowledgeable and resourceful and different stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and when he he was like, oh, yeah, there's lots of places like this, it reminded me of, like, Tasha's uh, Tashlet's brother oh yeah um who is in charge of that knotted place where it's all fucked or whatever and like yeah <laughs> i guess this is like that this is kind of like that yeah um but yeah so then one of the vestiges finds them and it reminded me of kenzie <laughs> mm-hmm. just little black girl with two buns i was like oh that better not be you but different <laughs> universe almost certainly <laughs> um, uh, yeah probably not i <laughs> do <would> think <laughs> um but yeah, it was weird how the conversation the vestiges are having when Maggie finds them is kind of weird. She se- like seems to imply that she would trust like Rambo cornering a Nazi, but not Maggie cornering a goblin. Like the fact that she was a girl was mentioned several times, and I was like, so like, wouldn't you trust her more or something as opposed to like a big scary dude? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, the interactions with them is interesting. Um, it starts off as kind of like <sighs> funny the like you named him buttsack I'm like no, he came with the name. Like I'm like, he can talk, like he you don't name things that can already talk. Is that it? Rule of thumb? I feel like that's a good rule of thumb. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a dick move. She's <laughs> like, No, this is your name now. You could tell me it, but I don't care. I guess that's what nicknames are, huh? <laughs> guess so. Um, but yeah, and and then she's like, oh, I need to, like, I'll explain to them that they're vestiges or whatever. And then she decides, yeah, she, like, looks at them and she sees that they're, like, torn to pieces. And rat and dog spirits have decided to, like, live in them. And, or Johannes just, like, specifically put them in there or something. And one of the rats is pregnant. And I was like, I hate this so much. <laughs> and. It's another fun reminder that the rats and dogs are a thing for this town, if not the practice in general, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Um, yeah. Johannes has a dog familiar or like, you know, face all it takes on the dog. And Maggie specifically was like, Rats and dogs and he was like, Yeah, what of it? And I'm like, Yeah, what of it? Like, all right, this is, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was creepy with, like, all the mice crawling around and, and the little kids. I hate it. And it just, like, little if Johannes spirits. was letting this happen, it would be, like, fucking awful horrifying. But the fact that it seems to be, like, his design is completely disgusting and awful, and I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, it sucks. Yeah. Um. All right, well... um, Probably for the next part, if you don't mind, um, Johannes shows up and offers Checkers sanctuary and her name um, back
1: Woo. in exchange
0: for loyalty and alliance. Um, she asks for some time to decide and a phone, and she ends up calling her mom. Yeah, um, I guess this. Well, I don't know when to talk about Johannes. Is I guess we'll talk about like Johannes's plan later, because um, I, you know, we we don't get it exactly spelled out. But we get some hints. Um, and just again, like, it's so fucking gross. Oh, yeah. Maggie specifically says it's not a coincidence that they have dogs and rats inside them, is it? And I'm just like, wow, why are you reminding me of all the stuff that I don't know and understand? I guess it's good. <laughs> so that in a couple of arcs, when you decide to tell me, I'll remember that it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I it just it's interesting because. Johannes in this section seems very, like, powerful and formidable and knowledgeable. Um, You know, he has this huge domain, he has all these scary others, he has an angel-ish familiar, he has just, like, all this shit. And then we saw Sandra, who has, like, a troll, and she lives alone, and she eats really well. Um, But, like, her being, like, Johannes doesn't know enough to not fuck with the fairy really, like... (laughs) makes me doubt his abilities i guess um like i think he has like a lot of power and stuff but i think if it weren't for those earlier chapters with sandra and her specifically saying that i would be like mm-hmm. oh she like he's got this they're all fucked but like because of things like like that i'm like uh no i think there's a pretty good chance that he'll do something really fucking dumb hmm. Even like with fact- his familiar and how strong his domain is and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, he could very, like, obviously win, <laughs> but I think there's a decent chance that he will fuck this up. Okay. Um, he just the whole, like, oh yeah, I'll just ask some, like, more powerful fairy to go get <sighs> your name back. I'm like, that's a terrible idea. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, yeah. What? I mean, yeah, he probably has, like, you know, he has all these, like, random others who owe him shit, and he has all this whatever, and, like, like you know, sure, but also, like, y- what? <laughs> uh, anyway. But <laughs> it is nice that he lets her borrow a phone. I love the, when he, like, draws a phone, and then hands, like, yeah. takes it off the paper and hands it to her. That was really cool. It reminded me of, like, um, Anthem and his shit. hmm. Um, thinking about all the shit people can do in their domain is really cool and really fun Mm -hmm. and verona still is just barely getting hot water (laughs) (laughs) well she's had it for what like three days or something like yeah Yeah. no that's true she'll get it yeah um i just thought that was funny (laughs) but yeah and then her mom knows who she is and talks to her and it was really sweet and really sad and yeah yeah that was really sweet um all right, so Checkers ends up deciding against Johannes's deal, uh, but she does negotiate for certain items. Um, and as they're as they're going to get the items, they end up asking each other three questions, and she discovers some interesting information about Johannes. Uh, see, I feel like you skipped like the most important part of the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to write that down, but yes, she goes to see Molly first. Molly and talk to talk to Molly. Um, she does uh, not. She does not absorb Molly into her being (laughs) God, I was like ready. I was so fucking ready at this point. And then later, I was so fuck I just okay. So she doesn't absorb Molly, and I was so ready for this. Um but it was still very good. Um she, you know, she's still giving blood. I mean, you know, probably in large part because Sandra was like, you should keep doing those sorts of things and hold on to yourself. But also I do Mm -hmm. think she, you know, is very repentant and very I mean, you know, she's the one who started doing this of her own volition um and she thinks about like oh maybe this is giving something back to me you know because this is sort of an established part of herself but she acknowledges like penance doesn't count for much if it's hard so like Mm -hmm. if it's not giving anything back to her like that's it's still penance yeah um or if it's not hard sorry um and then makes the kind of joke about a church going diabolist family which was very funny and then also reminded me of black lamb's blood
1: Mm-hmm, and how mm-hmm.
0: the author was from a church-going family, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so she's you know talking to Molly, and she's talking about how she's considering joining with with Johannes, um, and how Molly only ever just looks afraid, like even when she's reflecting things that weren't from her, like being murdered and tortured or whatever. Yeah, she just is afraid. Um, uh huh. And this is the thing that like. Pushes her because she was already torn about it. She's like, "Well, you're treating these, you know, messages completely horribly, and they're still like thinking beings who can feel things." Mm-hmm. um And seeing Molly is like, "No, I don't want to side with someone like Laird again. You know, like I don't want to yeah. fuck up in that way again." Mm-hmm. um And I was like, "Merge into one person," <laughs> and they don't. Yeah, which is fine. that would have been a <laughs> terrible idea. <laughs> like that would have have been so interesting okay that would have been (laughs) such a bad idea Uh, um but yeah and so she apologizes to molly and it seems like i don't know if this is the first time she's apologized to her but maybe um and it's like the first thing that's ever helped molly like become less afraid which is really sweet and really sad and really uh yeah and i like this part a lot (laughs) um yeah so then we go back to the domain and mm-hmm. she asked johannes for a specific list of shit um yeah a bunch of random shit basically at least at first it's like okay you're having chains steel wool lighter fluid and matches shotgun shells marbles chalk plastic buckets not pure cranberry juice coke bottled wa- water and some sandwiches <laughs> And then Johannes is like, that's all. <laughs> and I'm like, well, um, yeah, I mean, so right off the beginning, it it jumps from her being like, but Zach, you won't like getting this shit for me to chains being the first thing she says, which reminds me of, you know, like binding those goblins with chains um, and mm-hmm. how goblins hate iron or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, like, so the shotgun shells for her pipe thing, steel wool, you're like, uh, it's a, it's a metal thing. Uh, liar fluid and matches it's it's goblin whatever um mm-hmm. but then it's like what is happening like it just goes to like what um and <laughs> and but then it's like okay not pure cranberry juice like that's a thing to bolster herself because you know that's what she wanted with sandra at breakfast but she doesn't you know and mm-hmm. so maybe that's what the other things are kind of for you're kind of like oh okay but also and she it's, likes it, that stuff right it's just not it's not quite clicking but it's kind of Something about goblins and chains and something about bolstering Maggie's self or Checkers' self. Um, yeah. And so then so then he's like, oh, I'll have the duck knight go get it. And I'm just picturing this like big rubber duck, like a really, really, really big rubber duck in a suit of armor, and it makes me very happy. <laughs> and it's probably like really, really bad and not that, but I was just like, yeah duck knight uh <laughs> that's funny um i'm, I'm <laughs> i've been listening to um the adventure zone um and i just got done listening to uh the 11th ou- hour um, Ooh. and that description's reminding me of um what's his name the oh. the guy not <laughs> i think i know who you're talking about what's his name the clay, the 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 clay knight man, right, right. Um, Roswell. That's his name. Yeah, Roswell. Yeah. So <laughs> that's basically, fun. That's yeah. That's a great arc. But yeah, big rubber Ros- duck Roswell, man. But as a rubber duck. <laughs> um. So would would so, he like be? Would that duck knight be if it was a rubber duck in suit of armor? Um. Would it be only traveling in bodies of water? <laughs> Or would, I like, assuming that the suit of armor doesn't weigh it down? or um No, I'm more picture that it can kind of like hop.
1: Hmm.
0: And like squeak. Okay. squeak. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. Um, that's, that's a very strange imagery. <laughs> um, <laughs> this chapter needs something lighter in it, so that's what it is. <laughs> that's true. I wish I was good at art. Because then yeah. I would be trying to do some Bizarre, like cartoon, like d- drawing, uh, some bizarre art with the rubber rubber duck and suit armor bouncing down um, by Johannes and all that crap. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> kind of like side to side too, like a edge to edge bouncing. Yeah, I feel like we have very different. <laughs> Except for me, I'm I'm just imagining it like on you know floating down the stream. <laughs> you know, he's got to get around. The domain somehow. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe Johannes would make like a little like um, what is? It? I can't think of words today or any day really. <laughs> um, one of the like you know little s- streams that have like the current that goes like all the a way canal? around. Oh, lazy sure. t- a lazy river. Yeah, like a lazy river that just goes nice. all the way around his domain. Would <laughs> be amazing. Only he and the duck uh, can use it. Johannes is wasting such a cool fucking like yeah he could he could build like a fucking water park and just like have fun and like a nice time and he's just like i feel like all these practitioners like maybe not verona but like yeah i'm like you guys are (laughs) like trying to do all this weird creepy shit you literally have like your own special like place you could do anything and you're doing this creepy shit instead of making yeah like a roller coaster like a theme park slash like just i don't know massage chair uh comfortable bed, movie room, yes, crazy, awesome place, you know, and it's like, no, let's make sure we do all this creepy, depressing shit, <laughs> like make a fucking living <laughs> womb I'm gonna live in, and just like like, <sighs> like oh, thanks, that's exactly what we fucking need for relaxation and to you know just make make my life better, just <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Obviously, we're not practitioners. So uh, yeah, we haven't been like fucking converted to the way of insanity. Be like, let's just live in a area of like, just disgusting shit. um, Did you watch Encanto? Yes. Okay, yeah, I was like, like Antonio's room. Like, I don't want to necessarily live outside all the time, but like a big tree and like hammock stuff and like waterfalls and like, yeah, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd, I think I'd want to switch it up sometimes, you know, right? Does that like fuck with yourself or the domains? Not necessarily a reflection of yourself and you're fine or I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, I feel like it just depends on what your vibe is. If you're cool, with going with the flow as opposed to if you like are really static and or like if you're like yeah if you need to be like fucking same 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 all the time Well, that's true you know yeah probably just depends um me personally i don't know but sounds cooler though (laughs) Mm -hmm. change it up we already talked we've talked about domains quite a few times though so uh Uh, it sounds (laughs) so fucking cool it does sound cool yeah Okay, so I do have to say, because we're getting to that part, um, all the way back in <laughs> episode, well, episode 1. 1. 1.6 and 1.7, um, you made a prediction that Johannes is familiar with a constellation. <laughs> um, Not like that far off in uh-huh. terms of, I mean, but it's totally wrong. So I'm marking no <laughs> on your list and... That's fair. Uh, you can add some uh, some notes later if you want, but I figured I'd I'd update that. So, yeah, I mean it's it's neat that there's like an angel and or I mean I it seems like Faisal is an angel like ha- he seems like a a small baby angel, right? Like not like a full on because Johanna said something about like oh I should have gotten a third choir angel to come fuck with my shit, but they sent a little one, um, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, I'm not sure if he's, like, an equivalent to an imp in the angel structure or what exactly. Um, but basically, yeah, he he has a fucking angel. <laughs> That's just familiar. He has a fucking angel. Um, um, the gatekeeper aspect is cool. I like thinking about, like, the Garden of Eden. Um, and the angel with the flaming sword that guards it was what I was thinking about. Um, but it's also just, like, are angels just, like, not good in the other verse cuz demons are obviously like really really bad <laughs> but i guess the other verse good isn't goodness it's um like the natural order and so he can side with this shithead and it will still make sense <laughs> yeah um i mean i guess like the bible has told us that angels can be corrupted like angels can fall um yeah. or whatever or have fallen but um it just feels yeah (laughs) just probably potentially an interesting thought um as well because you know like lucifer was the angel of light and then he was corrupt and became like satan um Mm -hmm. who we'd probably argue is like you know the head of hell and demons and all that shit so are angels more closely related to demons in some way than than what (laughs) oh then (laughs) well then we think oh yeah, yeah no yeah i think that they are very related. i mean i guess it's like fairy and goblin mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like they're mm-hmm. very related but they're opposites but they're opposites um but yeah i guess i was hope- i mean we saw we've seen one angel in pale um that was like in a battle scene and it made a wall and then uh, um but i was hoping for like I don't know, capital G goodness or whatever. Um, but this just seems like meh something something natural order. Even though he was like Johannes was explicitly fucking with the natural order, and Faisal's like, Yeah, you made a good argument, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he's a baby angel. Right. So he, Yeah, and he also like it reminded me of Alpi. Um Alpy has a job that the universe has given her, and if she became a familiar, like she'd get a break. Um, and this is Faisal's mm-hmm. break. Um, True. But it still seems like fucking bananas. Um, and that got me thinking, like, because he has taken on a dog and he already was a dog form or something. Maggie was like, "Was he was a dog, then I take it. Um, is like, it just feels like there's something about the whole don't take dogs and rats because demons. <laughs> like something about, like, like, Angel's... And demons and dogs and rats and maybe and like grandma had a cat and maybe cats are demons. I mean, I don't know that she had a demon familiar, but like, uh, like it reminds me of that that riddle, you know, where it's like you have a dog and a cat and a chicken. Although in this case, I guess it'd be a dog and a cat and a rat. And like, if you you have you can only, you have to take them over one at a time, and you have to get them you all across the bridge, the right? Mm-hmm. And like the dog will eat the cat, and the cat will eat the rat, and like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Um. It reminds me of that. <laughs> With, like demons and angels and Johannes and this town. And I don't get it. Uh I don't get it. <laughs> uh yeah. But yeah, so we can talk about these questions, I guess. They do the whole three questions for three questions and there's a veto, and that's kind of fun. hmm Yeah. So she asks like about his domain. Um I don't remember the exact wording. I, guess I think so. it was Probably how did you get been. your domain? Mm. And then he vetoes it because he's like, uh, not fucking answering that shit. It's like which. so fucking sus. I'm pretty sure I made some prediction that like the Briar Girl had helped him with it somehow. Cause we know that like he establishes domain without anyone in Jacob's Belt knowing, um, which is like defeats the purpose of a domain claim, kind of. Um, but maybe this isn't really a domain or something. Um, because, okay, so when he's talking about, you know, how'd you get an angel is a familiar is question two. And when he's talking about it, he's like, yeah, Faisal was there, but he couldn't interfere because hashtag natural order. And we talked between rounds and Maggie was like, or Checkers was like, between individual challenges. And Johannes goes, something like that, which means no, right? Like, that means no <laughs> when a practitioner talks. And so, I mean because we know that they didn't know that it was happening so they you know the behames and thorburns and all that shit like weren't going over there to challenge it so i'm kind of like what if he's just challenging like one big thing uh and maybe this wasn't actually really necessarily a domain claim it was something a little different Mm -hmm. but also i'm trying to think of if he was the lord of this place instead of if it was a domain, if that would make much of a difference. Cause we know that Lords can like fuck shit up in their place, but also, but he, he, <sighs> I don't know. We don't know the rules of like how Lordships work and the boundaries and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just seems like something's weird about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then she's like, where'd you get the pipes? Um, mm-hmm. And like, are these his implement? Do we know that as I thought they were, but I I'm trying to remember if they say specifically yet or not. Yeah, uh, I mean, I th- I feel like Blake was like, oh, his implement. But also, maybe I sort of read that in. And also, what the fuck does Blake know? So, because uh, she doesn't say, like, your implement. She says the pipes. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're, like, all magical and shit. And they were used by all these horrible people to, like, manipulate children. And mm-hmm, these they shouldn't have had them. And I'm like, neither should you. Like, <laughs> you suck okay (laughs) uh and something about the pipes being used in his domain claim and so then i was like was his domain claim only against children like (laughs) i don't know Mm. (laughs) um yeah because it's also yeah it's like rare and kind of whatever to have all three of the big things so it's yeah yeah especially uh a fucking angel and a huge fucking domain and then the pipe pipers pipes (laughs) yeah like that's insane right yeah agreed (laughs) um yeah so then the third question is why um which I guess like why why do you live your life this way um and this is johannes's uh personal 10 point plan to fix the universe or whatever and his involves like eradicating others it seems like Hmm. um which is gross um but he's like yeah like humans are winning and even if they kill hundreds of us like thousands more of us are born and you know people retire and don't and just do jack shit and like we you know have spread out so much and we're not you know as afraid of them and like solomon put Mm -hmm. these rules in place with an eye to the future and now we're winning um and yeah, I don't know. I just have a lot of thoughts. One thought was like, they're not winning if or has anything to say about it. Like, if there's demons out there that can eat the universe, like, are you winning? <laughs> you have well, no idea. They haven't, they haven't eaten the universe yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't know how much of it they've eaten, but yeah. Um, And yeah, just being like, let's make these like little, these places where others can come and be like, indulge in their worst impulses and their worst selves while you know like keeping like innocence away from them like they're happy but they're not out there like fucking with us and then eventually we'll whatever and Mm -hmm. let's turn Jacob's Bell into this place (laughs) like I'm just like wait you want to like establish a lordship to make all of Jacob's Bell into a shit show Um, Yeah, and it just reminds me a lot of Charles in terms of like (sighs) Yeah, there are problems with the way that things are. I mean, Johanna seems very pro seal, whereas Charles is very anti seal. Um, uh-huh. But it's kind of like, yeah, like there's there's issues and problems, and yeah, like Pact is, has a lot of examples of how others can really, really hurt people. Um, mm-hmm. And so seeing that and seeing like, yeah, like having sanctuaries away from them or whatever seems tempting and good and whatever, but also yeah, bad. Yes. Um, also, he only has one eye, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I f- I don't remember that being a thing at all that has ever been mentioned. <laughs> but I I don't know, and I'm guessing that has something to do with his domain claim. Uh, yeah. Hmm. What makes you think that? Because everything has to do with this man's domain claim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds a little. Uh, I mean, that's fine. I'm not going to say paranoid, <laughs> but. I mean. <laughs> It doesn't make sense that he only has an eye, like one eye. No, just his domain. That that whole situation. It seems like that you know he got his familiar and his domain within seconds of each other. Like it just, there's just, it's just, yeah. <sighs> um, do you think you'll ever find out? Yeah, y'all you think know, this is gonna be like the sleeper of <laughs> the fact, the whole domain thing, or just Johannes's eye? <laughs> I don't know, Malia. I mean, no, we're gonna find out okay cool uh so then he asked maggie questions and question one is are you going to take my author (laughs) and she's like no (laughs) and i'm like yay (laughs) and he's like but can i convince you to and she's like yeah you probably could but i'd fucking hate you anyway and fair (laughs) and then he asked the question we've all been thinking wow those like Here, I'm going to tease you with a bunch of shit you don't know, but I'll answer one thing and I'll make it vaguely unsatisfying, but at least you'll know. (laughs) And it's very much in Maggie's character and that was fun. Um, So Maggie cannot swear because she gave up the sharpest part of her tongue to a goblin for info on how to bind superior goblins. And I think it's funny that she's surprised that Johannes wants to know and, like, all that stuff. But it's just, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was really good. Um, and that makes sense as to why it's, like, a physical thing. Like, she no longer has that part yeah. of her speech. Mm-hmm. Um, it's frustrating that even after this clear demonstration of how you can give very abstract things away, she was not more careful. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, whatever. <laughs> I mean, she's relatively new. Yeah, but... Um, I think another of one of the reasons why I'm somewhat confident that people can beat Johannes is that he really, really wants this like no one practitioner to be on his side. Um, And I mean, I guess something something power and he doesn't really have like any practitioners who are his allies, but Maggie doesn't have a lot or checkers doesn't have a lot going for them right now. Um. And fucking with fairy court and different things seems like maybe it's more of a hassle than it would be worth just to have like this one person. Yeah. <laughs> um, because then, you know, after she's like, I'm going to take this other stuff and give you some of it back, he's like, No, but really tell me why you said no. And she's basically like, You remind me of Lucifer. <laughs> and I'm like, Yep, fair. <laughs> like, harsh, but uh, that is fair. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, like, I think that's what they're saying, because they kind of, like, avoid saying it. Um, Because she's sort of like, yeah, like, tempting an angel or convincing an angel to whatever, whatever. Um, There's only like one other person I can think of that's done that. Which, like, almost certainly Lucifer, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. And then... But then at the end, he... (sighs) Maggie or Butsack was going to say it, like, after F- All teleports them away, because she's like, oh, was he mad? Because I compared him to whatever. But, like, they get interrupted for s- something. Uh-huh. And I'm just sort of like, is that a hint to, like, the fact that if somebody says Lucifer in the story, like, shit's going to go down? Or is it just, like, a way of kind of continuing the funny joke without Wildbo feeling like he was, like, spelling it out for the reader in a way that would mm-hmm. make it, you know, kind of ruin it? Or, um what because we know names are powerful we know saying demons names are powerful but i don't know or i'm just like misreading this and it's not a lucifer thing it's like a blake thing or a i don't know i mean <laughs> <laughs> unclear <laughs> uh i'm looking at that part again just to see but i think you're probably i think you're probably kind of on the on the right track maybe hmm. or maybe not hmm <laughs> 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 <clears> he <throat> sounded like that clarified something for you. Um, that <laughs> nope. was not it didn't. the intent. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, wow, I wonder what you got from that because I said absolutely nothing. Uh, uh, I just got to, yeah, have confidence in my thinking abilities or something. um Speaking of having confidence in my thinking abilities, the next part, I very much misread what was happening in my excited desire for hints at confirmation Mm -hmm. and so yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i think okay sorry i'm just like i think it it probably is lucifer but cool okay i don't know why i was being coy but (laughs) i felt like it sometimes it's fun just to be coy for the sake of coyness (laughs) like koi fish Mm-hmm. I don't know um, So Checkers gets things set up And performs a sort of Domain-esque ritual In order to claim her new name And she has Woo. no challenges Challengers Woo. Yeah. Woo! yeah so I was like fairly certain <laughs> Can't even say it's not loud. At one point I was like Convinced that I was Being given confirmation Or I was about to be given confirmation That there was a the demon under glitch. <laughs> You know, you really, really want you want that. I want it so bad. Okay, this is why. So <laughs> we explicitly point out we're by Hills Glade House, right? Which always like gets my my radar my antenna up, and then I didn't get what she was doing really, but you know, we go and we're we're doing things and whatever, and then there's a bomb, and then there's cracks everywhere, right? And so instead of <laughs> making what was probably the or almost certainly the correct uh conclusion and concluding that this was a spirit world thing and that she had fucked herself up by detonating an explosion near her and that she was falling to pieces i was like she is broken through into the demon's because <laughs> 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 at one point she explicitly talks about the spot on the floor which opened up into some seemingly bottomless pit and i was like demon 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 <laughs> oh, man, I'm hilarious. um Pretty sure that I was wrong <laughs> on my second read through. it very much felt like a spirit world, like a maybe not a demon. yeah thing, yeah <laughs> I just wanted her to see eyes down there. um so you think that was opening into the spirit world or something or well the the cracks I was reading it real fast because I was like, what's happening? And so yeah, okay, well, I'll go back from the beginning, so she's going to fuck up some goblins uh she circles the building with a chain Butsack is inside for some reason and she's like i'll blow him up too and i'm like that seems kind of rude but i guess she didn't promise not to and
1: <laughs> and That's, so
0: there you go yeah so she uh i guess like has like c4 or some sort of just some sort of explosive device from andy um that she packs into a bucket with marbles, which rude and uh, steel wool and that's uh, de- detonates it inside the house that she's surrounded with chain and tells Butsack that he'll live. And I was kind of surprised she was so confident by that, but I guess goblins are hardy. They're pretty hardy, right? I um, feel like they're hardy. And I just didn't quite get this, but this is like, I'm, you know, I'm thinking it's claiming the space as her own kind of like, Verona having sex in the house or whatever and beating up those people in the house this is like her and goblins hate each other
1: <laughs> and let's yeah. claim that
0: let's um, claim it. and so then it's like there's cracks running through everything and so i'm pretty sure that what this is is it's like the the vestiges had a bunch of cracks in them um mm-hmm. i think maggie has or checkers has almost pushed herself too far um and herself is crumbling and so she sees the cracks and they're a manifestation via like the spirit world or whatever of the fact that sh- herself is crumbling. Okay. Um. And so, yeah. So then she makes this chain circle. Uh, She makes a goblin blood circle and she makes a chalk circle and she sits in it and there's a bunch of goblin parts everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And... Then she draws some more circles for stuff that represents herself um, and connections that she has. So there's the scarf for her dad's, the phone for her mom, the goblin blood X for her hometown, uh, her pipe shotgun for killing goblins, uh, the domain book for Blake, and then three drops of her blood for Molly. Um, Mm -hmm. And this was another point where I was very excited because she just said the word Molly. And I thought she was like, Powering something and summoning Molly, and was gonna like really mock that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It feels like that's not happening, (laughs) but yeah, so this chapter got me in like two things where I was like, What? and I read very fast, and it was a thing. Um, but yeah, so then she hangs out for a bit, she eats some stuff. Uh, I'm thinking like to bolster herself and get her strength back in case anyone does decide to challenge this. Um, and so then she lays. A claim to Mags um and anchors herself with the connections that she has. Um, but like later says like that she won't really have her dads, because I guess Maggie Holt still has her dads in a large way. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and she's like, I want to be, you know, the wild card, the neutral party, um, a messenger, a deciding figure, and like explicitly ties herself to Jacob's Bell. Which is interesting, because she fucking hates Jacob's spell, but I guess yeah. she figures this is her best way to have a role in the universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, So Sandra and Johannes show up in No Contest It, which was nice. And Peggy shows up. Um, I don't know how Patrick knew about this. Um, When to show up. But fairy something something. Fairy. <laughs> and also probably she's like severing claims and things that he would have against her kind of yeah so he could probably tell um and yeah he's like oh i very nearly had you um and you're not worth it anymore or something and then he leaves (laughs) and she's like i'm going to kill you and i'm like uh okay (laughs) this is like this is nice (sighs) yeah oh my god and then mara like i really like don't want to find mara exasperating but i fucking do (coughs) interesting like that (sighs) she's such a pain in the ass um like i guess this sort of reminds me of rook except like she's not claiming a space in the universe that will forever fuck over others she's literally just like i'm trying to stop myself from falling apart and i'm claiming a name and mara's like um what if i hate you white girl and it's like yeah we fucking get it like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just, yes. like, fucking go, like, move on. Like, go away. Just go like fuck off. Just, like, you know, like, <sighs> white people coming to the Americas really, really, really fucked over a lot of people in a serious and very bad way. And mm-hmm. I think it's fair that Mara hates this. And even maybe that Mara hates white people. But just, like, fucking don't be a bitch in this instance for no reason. <laughs> Like I don't know. Uh, um, no. It just yeah. And then she's like, "I will have a harder life this way." And I'm like, "Will you?" Like, because her other options are, I guess, to side up with Johannes, in which case, sure, or to cease to exist, which seems harder. <laughs> well, <laughs> but but you wouldn't be living if you ceased to exist. <sighs> I'm not sure that you can have a harder life <laughs> if the other, if the thing you're comparing it to is just like no life at all. Um, I don't know. It's both harder and easier because it is life. Whereas the other one's not, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but then, so I noticed that, um, Briar girl doesn't show up and none of the behames show up because I know that like Laird and the children are off in Toronto right now, presumably, but like there are other behames in town Mm-hmm. um and so that's weird <laughs> a little odd uh yeah yeah cool um yeah so no contest for everybody Uh then rose and her group show up and they also state no contest and then mags asks where the fuck blake is and no one has a clue what she's talking about <laughs> <laughs> um yeah Ma- mags describes her as rose rose thorburn out of the mirror and that should have clued me in immediately that that she she knew or remembered but it didn't um i think i was reading too fast um mm-hmm. and then i got excited by the fact that ty has evan presumably on his shoulder because i was like oh, familiar um and i didn't picture tiff as tall so that was an interesting descriptor and then like uh alexis is smoking and that sucks um, and yeah um but it's nice that like rose helps her up like it seems like rose has fondish memories of maggie or something um i'm wondering she says she heard what happened but i'm wondering like does that mean she knows about Paggy? like what did she hear happened exactly um but all the cracks are gone and so i'm assuming this is a you know herself is secure and confirmation that whatever she's fine yeah um but yeah, so why does Maggie not Maggie? I'm still gonna call her that, on Mags forever. Do you like Mags or Checkers? <laughs> I can see I mean, the, Mags is probably better for her. Yeah. yeah. Um. But so Mags remembers Blake. Um. How <laughs> does Mags remember Blake? Um. My because the timeline of this was very hard to follow. Um. Partially because she went into the domain and I don't remember exactly how long Blake was in Toronto and blah, blah, blah. Um, sure. And so like maybe she was doing her ritual thing already when Blake got eaten or maybe she was in, maybe Peggy had already taken over so much of the connection that it was like Isadora who was able to remember and retain some stuff um, because sh- her connection to Blake wasn't as strong um and so you know checkers at the time her connection wasn't as strong maybe um uh, <laughs> it just yeah it seems to have something to do with the fact that she i mean she also like makes her connection to blake part of reclaiming her name and no one contested that but yeah which kind of makes me think that he got eaten while she was in that ritual um but how fast did they get back to Toronto? Or back to Jacob's Bell? I don't know. I was a little bummed to see them all there. Um, Like, Ty, go work with Diana. And the rest of you just, like, go back to your lives or something? I don't know. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. <laughs> what does it mean? We just don't know. We don't know. I mean, we might know. But we might not know. I mean, well, I don't know. Like, d- <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> If you think about it, like, her connections have been getting all fucked up, right? Uh-huh. And, like, she was fading. And so much to where, like, even her connection to buttsack he was kind of not really listening to her much at the end because he was, like... Right, he didn't you know. have to, yeah, to prevent being force born, right? Yeah. So if her connections were getting that fucked up, then, like, it's already kind of fucked up to Blake. And that, like, the whole thing with her, like... I don't know, depending on how, like, how do you think, or, like, how does Ur work, like? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not sure if the, like, eating the connections first and then eating the thing is, like, the vital key that makes you forget them. I guess that would make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we know that Isadora, like, resisted that to some extent, partly because her connections weren't as strong. Mm -hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I mean yeah, so that that's the best guess is that Maggie's ness was so fucked up that when it solidified, like there there wasn't much to eat. Yeah. In her in the connection to Checkers. Mm hmm. Um but Checkers still had the memories. Yeah. Um yeah, I really didn't expect for someone to straight up just remember him. <laughs> and that's an yeah. interesting wrinkle. Yeah. So I guess like is that gonna like what is that gonna mean (laughs) i mean presumably she'll tell them about him and then i don't know (laughs) hopefully it'll help the three baby practitioners to feel more of a sense of something (laughs) true and evan oh evan (laughs) Evan. (sighs) yeah i know poor evan I mean, they're not gonna magically remember him, though they're just gonna be like, right. okay, it's like this guy, apparently that we cared about somewhat or maybe didn't care about who knows um I mean, but- I guess I mean, I think though that like like they know what or does, yeah, um, like they know that it eats people, and so hearing like, okay, like like Blake went off with you, and you know like that's enough to put those pieces together, and so maybe being you know like a lot of the stuff about. Them losing it or whatever was just about like not being able to like fit things together and constantly trying to remember something. And I think maybe it's a lot easier to accept like okay, like here are some details about this person and I don't remember them, but like this is a little bit to help fit into that hole or whatever. True. I, don't know. I feel like this is somehow gonna con- conflict with Rose, but I don't really know how. <laughs> hmm. That'd be interesting. So in, in a way, I guess like. This means that Blake has to stay in the story, at least in some way, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, cause I really just thought that was it. That Blake was, I mean, like, Blake was going to influence the story in ways that the reader understood the whole time, but like, mm-hmm. this is, he'll like more textually be there, which will be interesting. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so conflict with Rose, Evan possibly being sad, um, <laughs> or sad about it. Um, so, uh, all right. Could be interesting. Um, so any other thoughts on these chapters? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, all right, well, we're at the end of the arc. Woo! Um, so, uh, just looking back, what does signature mean? I guess <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: context. Yeah. Maggie loses her name. She gets one back. Uh, she, she claims her name. She claims her signature as her own. Um, Uh, We learn a little bit about like Johannes and his signatures, I guess, a domain and implement Mm -hmm. a familiar. Those are all sort of things you've marked and claimed. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of tension about the Lord claim and all of that. Um, And those all feel, yeah. Related to signature stuff. Um, Yeah. And then the, the interesting thing where Maggie was no longer, or Mags is no longer bound by a lot of the stuff that Maggie promised. Mm-hmm. or whatever um your signature being something that manifests your uh intent to be bound by the terms of a contract or whatever and mm-hmm. now that it's no longer her signature she is not bound and that's cool <laughs> awesome yeah um it was interesting i feel like it's a rare wild bow arc that doesn't have an interlude um yeah. but also we sort of got an interlude um at the very beginning because we got a long butt sack part um, so we got a long butt sack part in <laughs> the first it's part of the lovely. first chapter. It's a lovely so. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so that felt interlude enough. Yeah, it, it kind of did, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, so where... Yeah, I guess, where's this going? Um. Yeah, so I don't know, like... I, I've been thinking, like, oh, this is gonna be a Maggie arc, and then we're gonna switch to someone else's perspective. Um, but like, we might not, I mean, like Rose at all are back in Jacob's bell. We might just keep going with like, you know, seeing what's up, seeing whatever. I mean, I I'm hoping we switch. Um, I like the idea of continuing to switch perspectives, like one in arc maybe, and maybe coming back to um, another Maggie arc or whatever later. Cause I, I definitely you know, want to know more about what's up with mags. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want To see from, you know, the baby practitioner's perspective and Rose and um, maybe one of the Bahames or Duchamps or whatever. I'm curious as to the other shit going on, I guess. sure Okay. All right. Um, So I guess we kind of touched on this a little bit, but we're going to do our pale comparison section. Um, And you wrote down, I think this is a good idea um, to talk about like people's plans to fix the practice so like johanna's uh what the heck grandma rose is doing as you said um charles's fucking plan and then miss (sighs) um that's kind of interesting yeah um i mean so yeah it's it's interesting that people are not satisfied with the status quo right or Mm -hmm. you know lots of people aren't and they all have different ideas about what's wrong and how to fix it Yeah. we don't know much about grandma Rose's plan. (laughs) Um, or at least I don't understand much about grandma Rose's plan. Um, she seems to not like being bound to stick to deals. Her ancestors made, um, like that's one of the big things she kind of tempts Eamon with, but then I don't know what else. Um, Johanna seems to be very pro seal, very Mm -hmm. anti other, Mm -hmm. um, Whereas Charles is very Charles and miss are both very anti seal. Um, Charles basically because like, I don't, I don't know that Charles had a particular affinity toward others before Kenneth And even now I'm not sure that he necessarily cares. Um, it's more about the Forsworn, um, which is a totally fair group of people to care about. Um, and then there's miss who is like, this is fucked and others don't start to be treated this way. Mm -hmm. um, And so, yeah, I mean, we yeah, we talked about it earlier, but Johannes' whole, like, let's do this really fucked up thing for good ends, <laughs> or whatever, reminds me a lot of Charles. Um, yeah. Although, Johannes, I don't think, sees the others as people. Whereas mm-hmm. Charles, I think, at- has to somewhat admit that practitioners are people, even if he doesn't fucking care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even if he doesn't fucking care. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, these stories seem to be a lot about power structures and <clears throat> marginalized groups and um, how to like systems that would change the world or whatever. I mean, Johanna seems to be like, let's just accelerate what's already happening mm-hmm. as opposed to like, let's undo this because it's shit. But yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. No, he's uh, kind of two sides of the same coin in a way. Mm-hmm. All right. um. This is our most favorite part. <laughs> and your probably least favorite part. But <laughs> um, we are here for Malia's bold and specific prediction. Woo! So. Woo! Um, yeah, I kind of want to predict who the next ARC perspective will be. Okay. And it's really, like, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to decide if, like, Tiffany or Alexis would be a more... Maybe Ty, maybe Rose, maybe Penny. Uh, maybe that one Duchamp who sucks. Hopefully, not her. Well, she'll probably not suck by the end of it if it's her. Um, okay, I'm going to say the next arc's perspective will be um, Ainsley Behame. <laughs> Ainsley Behame. Okay. <laughs> I like this prediction. Are you going to try to be predicting? You think every arc, like. It's- <laughs> which next person is gonna be yeah i mean if know? so if the next one is mags then i'm not sure that i fully understand you know like maybe we're just sticking with mags till the story's over um mm-hmm. but if it does switch up i think that that'll be a fun thing is to try to predict um because like maybe we're ready to head back to rose and the baby practitioners since they're back in jacob's bell but i'm curious as to like what the behames have been up to and hmm. whatever um like i'm not yeah I don't know. Well, I will say I'm really excited for you to see like this next person. Cause I think they have a really interesting perspective. Um, and yeah, I think that, I think it'll take a little, it might take a minute for you to realize who it is. Cause I don't think they spell it out for you immediately, but interesting. Um, yeah, I think, I think you'll enjoy it or at least. Yeah. Um, so I know we talked about this a little bit, but just like to see, um, just because I think this should be part of the prediction thing as well. Like, do you mind kind of spelling out again, like what (sighs) you think um, Blake is basically going to play a part for like the rest of the story? Um, Okay. Yeah. So um, it still seems like, you know, Jacob's bell is the center of the story. The conflict between uh, practitioners over who will establish a lordship and part of that being Hillsglade house um, as a factor um Mm -hmm. and so i mean we have the issues of rose became the heir in her time or in her memories timeline whatever not molly um Uh and molly's dead in this one but Mm -hmm. her echo who is mute still exists um Mm -hmm. there's mags who both has connection to molly and blake um And we'll probably talk to... Like, her connection wasn't... I mean, she kept mentioning the Thorburns, but, like, she wasn't like, oh, and Rose, who's wonderful, and I care about her. It was always Blake, right? Um, And I think that the baby practitioners will struggle with, I don't know, Rose having taken Blake's place with... uh, Like, maybe Rose will struggle with the fact that she didn't tell herself what was up. Um... Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like part of part of it is weird if we're just like straight up leaving Toronto behind forever, but again, we might do that. Oh fuck, Paige, Paige has to come back. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think just like the memory of Blake is going to mess with the balance of things. As he always did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like it. Mm. Um, try to think any other interesting predictions or things you want to mention? Um, should I have a thought about god I, I was trying to think like the Lord Contest who would win, and I can't really see Sandra or Johannes winning, um oh fuck Duncan's gonna come back <laughs> <laughs> um Duncan will not be the Lord of bell. <laughs> all right <laughs> all right, very cool, um okay, so I. Let me see. I haven't thought of a new discussion question yet. I don't know if Malia has, but we're going to go over um, our previous discussion question and just in a continuing display of laziness on my part. Um, I have not written them down the responses. so I'm going to read them off of Reddit. Um, I don't think we got any on discord or at least I don't remember them. So um, I couldn't find any. So sorry if there was. (laughs) Okay. Well, you guys need to get a Reddit account then, or I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> or tweet stuff. Um, but our previous discussion question was if you were handed a letter right now and you had to keep reading it and get to shelter, um, how fast could you go? How long would you have to travel and would you survive? Um, so we had Violet Faith. Um, he said that they were in their house when they read that, but. They're saying, right now, I think I would survive if my house were actually sanctuary. I'd be doomed in checker situation, though. Um, Kippos, 21, um, they're saying <laughs> she says uh, she's a bit of a speed reader so she would definitely skim and therefore finish the letter quite quickly but <laughs> um, she thinks she might be able to make an argument based on the sender of the letter that there are further messages inside the letter that she didn't understand the first time so she thinks she could get away with reading it a good few times as she puzzled over word choices and trying to figure out hidden intentions um, argument would come down to multiple definitions of read as as there's a surface level reading of a text and the further deeper readings that could take hours to nut out um, ultimately though she doesn't think there would be anywhere around her that she would consider shelter from anything supernatural so she'd likely become a dead post relatively quickly um (laughs) and i should have read this part first but i didn't so my bad so i'm just gonna read the ps this ps please mark down my name as the queen bitch is back um thank you very much and love you both very much well thank you uh we're glad you're back (laughs) Uh, we are glad you're back the queen bitch all right um (laughs) next is orbital oracle um I feel say that five times fast orbital Oracle. (laughs) Um, They would absolutely not survive. Um, They're a fast reader. So the letter wouldn't last them long and they're a fast walker, but also very uncoordinated um, even when not trying to read something. So they'd either finish the letter too quickly or trip over something and immediately get mobbed by goblins. Mm. Um next weltonator says listen to this episode while driving so not an ideal situation to not be able to take my eyes away from a letter <laughs> uh, that is true <laughs> imagining a mad Mac style car chase where I'm being pursued by gremlin vehicles on the highway while having to hold a letter up so I can see my mirrors and out the windshield while also holding onto the wheel and navigating mundane traffic and fending <laughs> off sabotage from the goblin that presumably got into my car to give me the letter uh, so they, they they end by saying don't text and drive goblins will kill you and fairy will steal your name that's always that is a good that's lesson good advice. for us all yeah, just to hold on to don't text and drive don't read and drive um yeah don't Don't eat and drive now i mean you can eat and drive actually um but think yeah just like have a hand free to actually do the driving part that's the important thing um but nothing where your eyes have to be anywhere but the road ace of sword um answered our discussion question they said well they're home right now so i guess they're fine (laughs) but (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, but if, uh, but if I was handed a letter and had to keep reading it while walking, I think my odds would be decent. Um, I used to read books in every spare moment during high school, including walking to the next class. In addition, the um, to it always being very. fairly crowded there's always a risk of someone thinking it would be hilarious to trip me by the time people actually started trying i'd already gotten good enough at navigating while reading and i was pretty much able to avoid everything without looking up from the page or slowing down from a normal walking pace it was over 10 years ago though so i'm probably not that good anymore (laughs) i used to read while walking down the stairs and i think i talked about that last episode but yeah Mm -hmm. i I used to read all the time so i don't think that I, i had to read well trying to navigate obstacles or being tripped though so uh props to you it's pretty <laughs> impressive all right i think that's all our discussion question answers um did you come up with a discussion question or are we just saying uh no ain't happening we're already late I'm- this is like <laughs> we're supposed to have released it this morning um uh, it's fine. <laughs> and we're still recording it so uh <laughs> better late than canceled Better late than canceled. Better late than eaten by Ur. Better late than uh, mobbed by goblins. Better late than being stuck in Johannes' domain. Better late than being sucked in under the house by the demon. <laughs> you know, I could keep going. It's really the worst one, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the bad one. Um... Well Come I'm up with I'm, your own uh creepy ass maze thingy like Johannes, I guess, or just oh. um listen to I don't know, just just have well, a I'm, good day. <laughs> I'm curious about people's comp- like I mean I I have already talked about it like three times or whatever, but the whole like Charles and Johannes and Miss and like um and justifying the means and whatnot. I mean people are excited to talk about Charles now. So if anyone has like interesting thoughts on Johannes's plan as we know it, and Charles's, I'd be interested. Um, I don't know if that's too spoilery though for me. Ooh, I thought of something. Okay. Cause you know how we have like the Pied Piper pipes, mm-hmm. uh, like how about think of like something from, uh, like a fairy tale or like, uh, even popular culture like I don't know, some myth or something. And think of that in terms of one of our um three rituals. Um, either as an implement or if you're thinking of a specific place like a domain. Um let's do let's do an implement that makes it more, you know, less broad. Mm-hmm. Um think of an object from a fairy tale or popular culture and how would that work as an implement? Um and would you take that as an implement or would it be really creepy and terrible? <laughs> I like that a lot. That's very fun. Like right, the, great. The, the, the spinning wheel from Rebel Stiltskin or something. Ooh. I like it. The glass slipper from Cinderella. Mm-hmm. The weird coffin thing that Snow White had to lay in when she <laughs> died. I was thinking the poison apple, but yeah, that too- <laughs> uh, that, too, that I mean, that's probably what most people would have thought. you but- <laughs> I don't know why I thought of the coffin. Okay. Um, I mean, either one, any, anything like that would work. Feel free to take those examples. Um, I'm going to stop blabbing on because as everyone knows, I do that. So, um, we're going (laughs) to just go to the outro and, uh, you know, we got there in the end. We got the discussion question and, uh, Yeah, it's going to be good. So thank you for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a rating and review. To help support our podcast, go to patreon.com slash doofmedia. And if you'd like to support Wildbo as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash wildbo. You can follow the pod on Twitter at PaleComparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out in our Reddit thread in nope. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in R slash Parahumans, where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you would like to see all my predictions laid out, check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker. Next episode, we will be covering chapters nine point one and nine point two. Alright, this is a fun fact I've seen circulated around on Reddit. <laughs> um I finally looked into it and it's kind of funny. Um, in 1994, um, <laughs> a 75 pound bag of cocaine fell out of a plane and dropped in right into the middle of a crime watch meeting in Florida. And it was actually the first meeting with that neighborhood <laughs> crime watch group. Um, apparently the plane that had dropped that cocaine bail, um, had dropped a half a ton of cocaine, um, like in different bales, um uh, before landing at the airport. Um, so quite a few little cocaine love bombs were dropped everywhere. Um one of them uh crashed, I think, through the roof of a home. And another one actually uh smashed like pretty much right next to or right by a church. Um, like <laughs> and ended up uh slamming into a Cadillac in the church parking lot, which <gasps> dented that. Um <laughs> which was probably a really interesting insurance claim <laughs> but it is florida so i mean maybe maybe they're standard <laughs> maybe it's standard that place is weird um oh uh, yeah this All reminds right. me of a plug um so <laughs> does it okay that's yeah great. um so i've um started listening to the kingslingers podcast um Ooh. i have not read the dark tower and um i'm I'm not sad to say this, but you might be sad to hear it that this podcast has convinced me that I do not want to read these books. But I plan on continuing <laughs> to listen to the podcast because it's fun to hear them talk about him. Is it scary it's or an interesting plot? It's very violent and graphic in a lot of ways, and like disturbing and upsetting. But so far, isn't like horror. Um, okay. I also currently hate the main character, even <laughs> though scott and matt keep being like maybe he's well scott's like i've read them all so many times that i love him and matt's like i don't know if i love him or if i hate him or what i'm supposed to do and i'm like nah, fuck it. <laughs> anyway um if you want to know why that reminds me of Slingers, you should go listen to it um you'll find out uh when they start talking about the second book in the dark power tower series so I just, um i want to know if it's the cocaine it's an interesting listen if it's the plane if it's florida if it's i mean i don't know that's <laughs> the I'm cadillac I'm a insurance I'm c- claim <laughs> the cadillac insurance claim maybe that's it but uh I, i'm intrigued now <laughs> I, I haven't listened to that podcast because i haven't read the book but maybe i should just do it and uh yeah, I think, I don't remember if it was Jonaleth or who it was on Discord, but they were like, yeah, I don't read these books, but I listen to the podcast and it's great. And like, I was like, wow, like what a concept. What a concept. <laughs> I I would not have, you know, thought of doing that, but it's a fun time. That's, huh. All right. Well, thank you, Malia. Uh, I appreciate that plug. And, um, yeah, I really am curious about what the heck that reminded you of that story now. So, um. All right. I'll have a good week. We'll try to get this episode up, hopefully, tonight. If not, uh, I don't know, sometime soon. I mean, a month you're listening to this, it's up already, so who cares? But all right. <laughs> good night. There, goodbye, guys. Bye. <laughs>